0: Warning, the next 45 minutes are a very long and complicated discursion on religious history, philosophy, and ethics that Chris and I got into while recording the feedback show. It flows naturally from this point on, from what you've just heard, but if you're easily bored or aren't interested in those topics, now's a good time to turn it off. There's nothing else of interest here. These aren't the droids you're looking for. Move along. It's just a Move along. (laughs) It's just a
1: You know what you should totally have is a shirt, um, some sort of shirt for the Mortonites. I have. I'm thinking of
0: setting up a website, a a a faux website for the Mortonite religion. Oh, that would rock! And have them selling their shirts. And and the shirt, and the and the shirt will say, and it'll have a a timeline for the Mortonites from Morton Smith's uh, first publication in the 20th century all the way through the time of Volish.
1: And um you could set it up so people, people could buy his book on Amazon.
0: Yeah, I could set it up so people could buy his book on Amazon and uh, I think the shirt's going to say something like um you yeah, know, I have you read the secret gospel with the URL or something like that. And don't forget the bible verse on the back. And the bible yes, Mark 10:34b. Yes, uh, (laughs) what did you think of that whole thing? I know you you, you're a Christian, so I was afraid that I was going to like jumping up and down on your toes with that.
1: (laughs) It's really hard to shock me, and frankly, um, it would be very difficult to do anything more insulting to the spirit of Christianity than what the Western Church has already done to it. (laughs) Fair enough. Just a little bitter, folks. I don't know if you can tell.
0: <laughs> well, I figured all those years. Growing, my father's a theology professor, and all those years of auditing courses, like on the weekends, mm-hmm. <laughs> they've got to go for something. <laughs> oh yeah,
1: yeah. I mean the the way that you uh, deal with religion is really sensitive for somebody who you know doesn't believe. Mm-hmm. It's I, I definitely appreciate that, and I'm looking forward to seeing all the other interesting wrinkles that you do with the series. And for the record for those who don't know me, yes, I am a Christian. I just have had some bad experiences with the the church. I still believe in the church in principle. I'm just trying to get the 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 actual <laughs> organism to resemble the principle a little right. bit more. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, I've I've got a I've got a funny attitude. I I am I am very an, uh antipathetic to religion. I don't don't like it very much i think it's a very destructive force in the abstract but i don't think that um just saying that encompasses what it does and as a social phenomenon it's fascinating and um there's a a, let me restate from a point of view of intellectual ethics I don't like it because I don't like something that's not true being promulgated as if it was true. And I think it's not true, therefore I've got a problem with that. Um, as a vehicle for conveying meaning and social cohesion, it's remarkably effective. And as a as a psychological forum in which to engage the mysteries of the universe, it's remarkable. It's mm-hmm. just it's amazing, and the the change it can can reek in people is just astounding for good or ill for good. And that's uh, for good or ill. And on that level, it's a double edged sword. And so I've, I have a very, very strong love, hate relationship with it. I, when I was a Christian, I felt very much like Dietrich Bonhoeffer when he said that to properly honor Jesus, you must behave as if he doesn't exist. (laughs) Um, because of all the things that the Nazis were doing in the name of God. Mm. Um, and I, I felt that way very much when I was a Christian, and I still kind of feel that way. I'd, not so big on Jesus as a character anymore, but the Christian tradition's got some amazing stuff in it. The very, mm-hmm. very thought-provoking wisdom has been promulgated over the years by Christianity and by a lot of other religions. And and honestly, I ignore. Think, I think mm-hmm. we ignore that at our peril, but I think we also swallow it wholesale at our peril.
1: Mm-hmm. I think that if you look at the history of humanity and what we are willing to accept as upright and moral behavior now versus 2,000, 5, so years ago, we have undergone an extraordinary moral evolution. Mm-hmm. And I firmly believe that the major religions of the, the modern era have played a huge role in that. Mm-hmm. I firmly believe that Christianity has played a major role in shaping that moral evolution mm-hmm. of humanity. I agree, but I think,
0: I don't think it's, I, I think something gets done on both, you know, for us over the hardcore atheists and then hardcore believers, both sides will want to claim all the credit. You know, uh-huh. the, the, the atheists are like, it's just the, the Enlightenment did it. And the <laughs> Christians are like the, you know, it, it, was, it was Christian values all the way along. And what I think is really the case is it was the interaction of the pagan values that were reawoken in the Enlightenment, the new humanist values that came out of it, and the values carried forward by certain strains of the church Mm -hmm. um, or developed by certain strains of the church over the course of Christian history. None of those values by themselves were, say, opposed to slavery. Or in favor of um, aside from some for, some branches of the humanist movement in the 16th century were in favor of individualism in matters of law and culture. None of these none of these movements had the moral vision that we all now accept as as just as red. Mm-hmm. But the interaction of these different schools of thought yeah. is what brought the West to the top of the world in. Mm-hmm the good and bad
1: ways that it is yeah you have to have um to my mind you have to have christ's interpretation of Ju- of the the judaic law combined with the greco-roman heritage of being focused on the individual mm-hmm. combined with the eastern tradition of seeing us as all connected you know, all, all of existence. I think it's a connected.
0: mistake to ascribe that just to the Eastern traditions, because that's, so that's, that was part of Christianity and it was part of West... Well, uh, it's of part of Celt- Judaism, but... A- and it's as part of the Celtic religion, too, mm-hmm. which unfortunately not a lot survives of because they didn't write anything down, but it did right. influence a and lot of... it
1: influenced of, the, the, the Catholic Church in, right. in Ireland in particular. Yeah. But, but uh, uh, you know, all of these different threads, these different strands together... Mm-hmm. Have been very important um, mm-hmm. in shaping modern ethics. We, you know, mm-hmm. if we we wouldn't have had the human rights movement if mm-hmm. we hadn't had Jesus being filtered through the Greco-Romans, and I don't mm-hmm. think we would have had the modern ecological awareness movement mm-hmm. if we hadn't had the influence from the East. I actually think
0: that probably Paul has a lot more to do with the human rights movement than Jesus does. Hmm. Jesus was... Jesus, he said, aside from love your neighbor and a couple other of his standout quotes, which Hmm. are really good, Jesus' relationship with authority was very submissive. And Paul's relationship with authority was pretty submissive, too. I'm 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 going to contrast... But uh, but Paul had... uh, I'll let you... But Paul did have a radical communism in a social sense, running through his thought, that if it was present in Jesus' thought at all, is undeveloped. Mm -hmm. Paul developed it very well, and it's that radical sense of brotherhood that um, feeds into um, the sense of individualism coming out of the Enlightenment that Mm -hmm. I think Combining those things gives you the human rights movement. I don't think it goes directly back to Jesus, but mm-hmm. rather to Paul. Well,
1: we see the early uh, the, the early church even before Paul how it taught. You know, says in Acts how they were all in one accord and mm-hmm. they had everything in common. And if anyone right. had need of anything, that they would give it to you know whoever had mm-hmm. it would give it to them. Right. So that was present in the culture of the yes. early believers it's, before Paul.
0: That's yeah, and that's true, and that's that's present in almost all new religious movements. Mm-hmm. It's you know what. Part of the thing that defines a cult is the communal living.
1: I wouldn't be surprised if they picked it up from the Essenes, given the cultural contact right, between the From the, mm-hmm, from the Essenes or the
0: from Essenes. Um, maybe some of the mysteries, depending mm-hmm.
1: on, you know, where Well, we where know that Jesus about. was was connected to the Essenes. Right, um, or, we, or at
0: least there's good, good theories along those yeah, lines.
1: some substantial evidence but, for it.
0: But. And, and that, that, that may be, but, but mm-hmm. communal living is common to new religious movements. Mm-hmm. But what Paul did that a lot of new religious movements never did before him, and a lot of them haven't done since, is he documented, writing the letters that got preserved that he did, documented that stage of the cultural growth of the church and turned it from what would normally be a passing phase in the social development of religion into the ideal to which Christians have haltingly aspired since then. Mm-hmm. And I think the fact that Paul wrote it down had is what had the greatest influence.
1: Yeah, as, as far as Jesus and his relationship to authority, um, the whole Sermon on the Mount is just woven through with advice for passive resistance, mm-hmm. um, which to me is not submission to well, authority. It is, yeah. I mean, you. you look I, at I think
0: it. I think it's passive resistance if you're looking at it through the lens of Gandhi. I think Ga- Gandhi mm-hmm. formulated passive resistance, but I don't think you can get there just
1: with Jesus. I think, I think you can, because if you, if you understand what the context for the things that he said, like mm-hmm. when he talks about um, turning the other cheek, that was a very specific reference to the, the fact that when a person um, was backhanded by a mm-hmm. Roman soldier, they would be struck across the left cheek, right. because the Roman would strike with their right hand. And so turning the right cheek to them if I got it right, Ben? Yeah. It is would mean to, you present the face. Yeah, and present the face in profile and thus force them to, if the, he's going to strike you again, he's going to strike you as an equal mm-hmm. with a straight punch, um, which is a way to sort of, you know, without responding with violence, to stand up and say, mm-hmm. you, I'm a human being, I'm an equal, you're not going to treat me right. that way. Similar concept with when With the, the extra mile
0: thing, yeah. Went, yeah,
1: with the extra mile and also with... Um, You know, when the the guy sues you to get your your robe, Mm -hmm. give him your tunic also, because in that culture, um, nakedness shamed the person who saw it, not the person who was naked. Mm -hmm. And so it was a way to cry out at injustice Mm -hmm. um, and to to force people to to re-examine their own behavior. Mm -hmm. You know, Jesus said very clearly that if you keep going the way that you're going, You know, this not one stone is going to be left on top of another in this city. Right. On the
0: on the other hand, you have the Beatitudes and a lot of the rest of the Sermon on the Mount, which mm -hmm. um, was very um, solicitous towards Roman authority or exalting weakness as a virtue.
1: Meekness, not weakness. I think that they're different. That's a
0: whole other conversation. But it is. We're but already I, well right, far. Right, we're we're well far afield. We may break this up into a supplementary bit, but <laughs> um I think Nietzsche had it right when he when he labeled um, Christian morality as promulgated by Jesus as the morality of slaves. Um a slave doesn't want to rock the boat because the slave doesn't want to get killed Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know the the ethical thing to do when you're a slave is to shut up and go along because that ensures the safety of your family and your friends who are also slaves Mm -hmm. um whereas the morality of a master is much more um self-asserting and you can be a master and practice benevolence and compassion and goodness and loving your neighbor as yourself from a position of strength or you can be a slave and practice them from a position of weakness. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think Nietzsche was right that practicing those things from a position of strength is morally superior and practicing them from a position of weakness leads only to the promulgation of evil in the world. Not sure I followed that. Mm. Um, Was it uh, Jefferson said, the only thing necessary for evil to succeed is for good men to do nothing. Mm. Um, Goodness, and, and part of this granted is filtering through the Catholic filter, which was big on weakness, period. Total submission before God, just like Islam is, mm-hmm. um, you know, and the Catholic Church in the Middle Ages was very against the body, against the things of this world, except for the
1: people in power. Yeah, and I mean, the whole Neoplatonism, when Neoplatonism mm-hmm. got in, infected the Church, it I think it starts as early a as lot. Paul. Yeah, it screwed up a lot of things.
0: But um, the you have... Fifteen hundred years of Christian history, a thousand of which the church is in power, where you know the church starts out among the slaves, and then when the church comes into power, it still perpetuates the the attitudes of slaves, and very little happens in the way of cultural development and progress. It's when the virtues that Christianity championed, ch- charity, um, peacefulness, and that sort of thing, got ran headlong into the enlightenment values of self-actualization that you got something that I don't think you've ever seen before on the planet, which is the notion of someone who is in strength, who is good because he will choose to refrain from using that strength against another person. Mm. Um, The, the, um, the conversation in Schindler's list when schindler said was talking to Goethe about the difference between you know it's just to kill a jew who's misbehaved because he's broken the law and the pun- the punishment is death exercising power is when you can say i'm going to pardon you in spite of what the law says mm. and i think it's the the when christian values of um when the christian values of the slave run into the enlightenment values of the master that you get the possibility of what we now call moral goodness, where it's morally suspect to be weak, but it's also morally suspect to be cruel.
1: Right. Um,
0: which is a combination that hasn't existed very often in world
1: history before the 17th century. That's true. I mean, the, certainly the Roman virtues did not uh, espouse mm. any, anything like that, and that was definitely a master oriented, Mm -hmm. uh, value system, Mm -hmm. all about courage and, you know, personal honor and what have you, nothing in there about, about, uh, meekness or, or gentleness. Mm -hmm. You know, the, the, uh, I forget who first said it, but the idea of chivalry was that a man should be fierce on the field of battle and that he should be mild at home and that he should be able to turn off the violence mm-hmm. and to treat those in his care with gentleness mm-hmm. whether that be their own family or whether that be the the serfs working mm-hmm. under them but that there was this yeah. concept of of gentility
0: right and there there were voices in the greek and roman civilization that espoused that kind of thing but they never got a lot of traction right Anyway, that was a long
1: discursion. (laughs) But very interesting. See, this is why I love talking to Dan, folks, because we go on these these fascinating little journeys through through history and philosophy and all that (laughs) good stuff. (laughs) And likewise...